This is the Daily Tip presented by BetMGM. Now, here's Chelsea Messenger and Michael Jenkins. All right, let's get into the NBA and talk some NBA betting action here on the Daily Tip. Let's go Blazers, Pacers. We've got the Pacers laying a point and a half at home. Total 231 and a half. So, Jenks, show favorite, the Pacers, back in action tonight. Do you like the Pacers at home laying the short number? I sure do. Now, what's weird about this game is that these are two of the best covering teams in the entire NBA. Pacers are 25 and 15 against the number this season. Blazers are 22 and 15. However, Indiana has covered the number in five straight. Blazers have only covered twice in their last seven games. So this is a short number at home. Give me Indiana. Yeah, I think it's more of the recency thing. Like you said, Portland's been good at covering numbers all season long until this recent stretch in which they have lost, uh, it looks like six of their last eight games or uh, five of their last seven, excuse me. And the only wins coming over really terrible teams. They won against the Pistons. They won against the Hornets, who are god-awful. So this is a solid Pacers team that has some Mm -hmm. big wins over good teams, beat Cleveland, beat Boston. So I think when it's a short number for an Indiana team that's been excellent as a favorite this year, seven and three straight up when uh, being uh, favorites on the betting line, I think the Pacers are going to be the play for me. Let's go to Philadelphia where the Bulls and Sixers square off. It's the Sixers minus four and a half, total 227 and a half. Now, I was wrong on the Bulls the last time I I believe Mm -hmm. that I bet on them uh, because I bet on the Nets, but they are a talented team. I think they have a, a lot of good pieces, and they're also getting five points here, four and a half points, excuse me. Do you think there is a way that Chicago covers on the road here? Ah, I mean, maybe the Bulls are so schizophrenic because they have the Mm -hmm. talent to play with anyone. They just don't do it on a consistent basis. Now, Joel Embiid is out for this game. So bet the Sixers Mm -hmm. here at your own risk. I I still think maybe the Sixers are the right side. They still managed to beat the Pacers in overtime last time. out. I'm not going to bet this game because I don't want to bet the Sixers without Embiid in there, but they have been a wagon at home, 14-6-1 against the number. I guess I would lay it with Philly, but when you don't have your best player on the court, it's hard for me to to feel confident in a bet like that. I think schizophrenic is a great way to describe the Bulls because if you look at their last 10 games, they have five outright wins as underdogs. So when they're getting points, there's a good chance that they win outright. So I think for that reason, I'll probably just take the points with the Bulls, uh, especially since – you know, it's four and a half. Uh, it looks like it's come down from five. So maybe we are seeing some money come in on the Bulls. But I'm not sure if I can trust the Sixers in this spot. And like I said, I think the Bulls have uh, the talent to play with just about anybody, especially a Joel Embiid-less Sixers. Let's go to the Raptors and the Knicks. We've got Toronto length three and a half at home. Total 220 and a half. Jinx, I already know the play that I am going to play. It's an auto play oh. for me. It's Knicks in the first half. The Knicks have been a cash cow in the all first right. half. Best covering team in the first half uh, in all of basketball. Is there any other angle worth exploiting here? God, I n- never play these first half bets, and I should because a lot of them are, like you were saying, cash cows, and I just missed them. This is what I think when it comes to the Knicks. They are the streakiest team in the NBA. You either ride or die with the Knicks. First, they win eight straight, then they lose five straight. Now they've won three straight. And you know me, I don't bet the Raptors. No bet list for me and Toronto. So I'm going to ride with the Knicks. 
Hope they keep this streak going. I'll grab the three and a half. Yeah, I'll be on the Knicks in the first half. Why get off this trend now? The Knicks, yeah. 28 and 11 <laughs> ATS in the first half. So especially when they are getting some points in the first half, I will just do that. Let's go to the Nets and the Pelicans. We've got Brooklyn laying four and a half, total 230 and a half. Now, we may be a little gun shy on the Nets because we were talking about how they're rolling. They looked unbeatable, God, but eventually their win streak was going to come to an end. They're not going to win, you know, 20 games in a row, but still a very good Nets team that for the most part over their last, you know, 15 games or so have been playing excellent basketball. So Jenks, do you think the Nets get back on the right side here? I'm definitely not going to bet the Pels without Zion Williamson. Doesn't this seem like mm -hmm. a short number? I mean, I'm, I'm going to fault the Nets because, oh, they lost their first game in 13 tries. I don't think so. The Nets are playing awesome basketball. Forget about that loss, whatever. It happens in the NBA. You can't win all your games. So I see no reason why Brooklyn can't fire up the old engine again. I'll lay it with Brooklyn. Yeah, I think so too. I'm not going to fault them too bad for losing to um... – you know, well, a Chicago team that, like we said, mm -hmm. is pretty talented. I just think that a loss was probably coming. You're not going to be firing on all cylinders every single night, but it should be a good bounce back spot for Brooklyn here, especially no Zion. Of course, Brandon Ingram has been out indefinitely. So I do think Brooklyn is the play. The four and a half makes me a little nervous um, because the Pelicans have been good, especially at home, but I would lean towards the Nets in this situation. Continuing on with our NBA coverage here on the Daily Tip presented by BetMGM. Let's go to the Wizards and the Thunder. I am not sure what to do with this one because uh, both these teams can kind of cover and kind of surprise you at times, mm -hmm. but it's a short spread. Oklahoma City laying a point and a half, total 232 and a half. So, Jenks, do you have any clarity here? Oh, I like that. Do I have any clarity? I think I think I like the over here. I would lean yeah. Thunder a little bit because Matt just put this in the chat. The Wizards are bad on the road. Bradley Beal continues to struggle with his hamstring. He just cannot get right. But the over is 22 and 16 in the Thunder's last 10 games. And or sorry, they're 22 and 16 to the over this season. But in their last 10 games, they have averaged almost 234 points per game in some. So I would lean the over here. I see a back and forth game, and I think the number is a shade low. I would lean over. I wouldn't talk you off of it, even though it is a pretty high total yeah. uh, in the 230s, 233, 232. Uh, I think I'd lean towards the Thunder, but the Wizards are one of those teams that kind of defy logic because they're not a good yes. team, but yet they had this streak in which they won five games in a row. Uh, I know they're coming off a loss to the Bucks, and maybe you should take that with a grain of salt because that first time around against the Bucs, uh, Gian Giannis didn't play. Uh, but still, like I said, I don't really have a great handle on the Wizards for some reason or another, so I think I probably need to stay away from betting on the Wizards because they've burned before. Let's go to Denver, a good matchup between the Cavs and the Nuggets, we've got the Nuggets laying six and a half, two, total 229 and a half. And when you see this type of spread, it makes me think that somebody is not playing or somebody is on a back-to-back -back because wouldn't you think that the Nuggets wouldn't be way, uh, laying this many points? So taking a look at the injury report, Donovan Mitchell is out for this one. Darius Garland is questionable. So Jake's when you have those two big stars out of the lineup for Cleveland, is there a case for Cleveland here? 
I don't think so. I love the Nuggets here. I'm so mad at myself. I loved the Nuggets last night, and I said that was my favorite pick of the night in the NBA, and they rolled. I mean, they destroyed the Clippers last night, so much so that Nikola Jokic didn't even have to play the fourth quarter. They were up all game long. It was not close. So when you talk about both teams being on the back end of a back-to-back, the Nuggets have the advantage because most of their guys were resting the second half because they were ahead from the beginning of that game. So the Nuggets are playing great basketball right now. They're 8-2 and two in their last 10, and the Cavs are really bad at covering on the road. 5-10-2 against the number, and without two of their stars, lay it with Denver. Yeah, I think so, too. Denver is still motivated to play well, too, uh, mm-hmm. just because I think that that Western Conference, they still don't get a ton of credit, despite having the reigning MVP, and despite, uh, I believe, if they're not first in the West, they're pretty close uh, the last time I checked. So I think it's got to be Nuggets or nothing for me. Let's go to Phoenix, where it is Miami and Phoenix dueling it out, Heat laying a point and a half on the road, total 216 and a half. Now, the Suns have been god-awful over the past uh, month, uh, month and a half. If you look at records in the NBA, only the Charlotte Hornets have been oh. worse than the Phoenix Suns. I think they were like, a, you know, 4-11, and 11, something crazy like that yeah. over the, the last month in December. So this is not a great team. However, of course, when I faded the Suns, of course they covered. It's not like they won, but this is a short spread here. So you almost have to win outright at home here. Jenks, is there anything you're seeing here? Okay, here's the thing. Talk me off the Suns here. I'm going to play this. I've decided I'm just going to go big this weekend. I've had a bad week, whatever. I'm just going to go all in. I don't care. I don't care. The Heat are the worst covering team in the league on the road this season. They are awful, but I'm not going to lay the points. Why wouldn't you just take Heat money line at minus 125? They're 12-2 and straight up on the road in Phoenix in their last 14 games. The Suns have also dropped four of their last six at home. They're one in seven in their last eight games straight up. I think I'm just going to take heat on the money line. God, this is a game I don't want to touch with a 10-foot pole because I think both sides, there are huge sabotage factors. You look at the Suns, and my God, has it been a terrible stretch for them. Four straight losses for the Phoenix Suns. And then you look at the Heat. Oh, they just lost straight up to the Lakers who didn't have LeBron James or Anthony Davis. So I think both these teams are bad. Both these teams are untrustworthy. So I don't really have any interest in playing it. Jinx, you feel that strongly about this play that you actually want to play it? I think I do. Here's the thing. Matt put this in the chat. The Suns are 14 to 5 straight up at home. However, a lot of that record was built with Devin Booker in the lineup. So it's a little bit misleading because they haven't been nearly that good once he's been out, as I've said. They have been awful, one and seven in their last eight. They're a different team with Devin out. Yeah, so good luck to you, my friend. I will not be betting on that game. For more, listen to The Daily Tip presented by BetMGM. Weekday mornings from 6 to 9 Eastern on the BeckQL Network, the Odyssey app, or wherever you get your podcasts.